episode 21 now for people who are not comfortable with uh, theology of any form any kind not wanting to do so hum or hamsa or hamso we don't want to follow any religion or sect or um, theology we want something more scientific so not that there is anything unscientific about any of it but pure stuff pure practice without theology you can uh, not do soham or hamso but simply when you breathe in you count 1 and breathe out count 2 that is you breathe in with a with 1 and you breathe out with 2 so in your uh, zazen posture with the cervical lock tongue placed on the soft palate of your mouth closing your eyes now you focusing on your breath 1 2 1 2 and you remain in this state great miracles have been claimed by being in this state of oneness with your breath you see being one with anything that is constant continuous flowing will put you in focus will get your attention very beautifully focused but if you try and fix your focus on something that is just too transitory life is going to be a chaos you are going to be in chaos 1 2 1 in dhyana yoga such a practice will lead you into a calm serene state nirmala sthiti and this process of being with your breath gautam buddh has called this anapanasati to be with the inhalation and the exhalation anapanau and this practice of anapanau will lead you to vipassana not vipassana but vipassana a state of awareness when you are being with yourself not with your thoughts and with your thoughts as well and the mind moves into a calm serene nirmala sthiti now for people who are unable to sit on the floor it's okay <laughs> you can sit on your bed or couch or uh, wherever else you can manage to sit for now if you are unable to bend your knees for whatever reason medical condition or physical condition my recommendation is you start with your uh, legs raised it will help you to bend your knees eventually but practice it ease yourself into every state of health nothing to be done in a hurry no jerks no forcing no violence ahimsa and have all compassion for yourself karuna because 
finer aspects of life vital aspects of life are seldom achieved with violence force may damage more than construct no force no violence needed in yogic understanding a human being is found to be in four states of existence usually you will read it as four states of mind we have already in conversation at least concluded that there is nothing called mind and um, we aspire to be in a no mind state so i am saying four states of existence so you me everyone is capable of being in four states of existence first being mana or mind state second being buddhi or intellect state third ahankara egocentric state and the fourth one chitta or the no mind state so mano buddhi ahankara chitta four states mind state intellect state egocentric state and no mind state chitta just be without mind without intellect without egocentricism automatically you are in the chitta state nirmala sthiti is your doorway to being in chitta state not natural for us anymore so lot of people do a lot of uh, effort to reach this place different uh, teachers have taught different methods but the aim has always been to reach this mindless state or chitta state osho taught the dynamic meditation where stage 1 stage 2 stage 3 are uh, different stages of physical movement chaotic and then rhythmic and then slowly you are put in a total state of rest because for many of us it is necessary to have expelled all the toxins the excitement the anger the violence and all these emotions that are physically present in your body so with the chaotic activity chaotic movement you consciously release these lumps of emotions and move into this nirmala sthiti there are people in the world who run something called an ultra marathon a marathon is uh, 42 kilometers and an ultra marathon is anywhere uh, from 50 kilometers to 150 kilometers there are races in the world run for 100 miles which would be about 160 kilometers and so why do they run it's not even uh, a very high paying uh, competition there is no big prize money to be won at the end of it so why do they run it why do people trek to high altitudes and peaks why is it that most of your shrines are in such difficult to reach places why why do people feel so serene after a bungee jump 
Why do we have extreme sports? We call them adrenaline junkies, but I suspect that it is not the rush, but the serenity after the rush that is addictive. All of these activities that I've mentioned will automatically lead you to the no mind state or the nirmal sthiti, where very, very instinctively you will be sitting with an erect spine, your mouth will be relaxed, your jaw will drop a bit, and you will find yourself automatically breathing through the sushumna or the central column. And this state of no mind or chitta can be achieved without all such activities. If you got into the practice of sitting meditation or zazen. So nirmalasthiti, the doorway to chitta, is the first tangible result produced through the practice of zazen. So of what use is this nirmalasthiti? Why I should aspire to be in a chitta state? What is wrong with mana, buddhi, ahankara? In one of the tracks, audio tracks by Osho, <laughs> he gives a very wonderful uh, simile, an analogy of a bullock cart. So that's you, the bullock cart, being pulled by strong, equally strong five bulls. So your five senses. Unfortunately, these five senses are pulling the cart in five different directions. So there's a lot of activity happening. <laughs> the cart is getting all bashed up, damaged, loosened up. It is on the verge of disintegration. So there's a lot of activity, lot of reasons to be busy. But you aren't going anywhere. You aren't making any progress. So when your five senses are pulling you in five different directions, one infatuation after the other is occupying your brain, occupying you. You are in manastiti, what you call mind. When two or more bulls start running in one direction, in the same direction, you head someplace. You're dragging because other three senses, other three bulls are not in that direction. They are pulling away. They are slowing you down. You are dragging them in your direction. There is a lot of violence. There is a lot of activities happening. But the progress is very, very small. Intellect state. Buddhi. So the buddhi knows quite a lot. What to do, what not to do. But do you do it? There are so many good stuff you know. There are so many rights you know about life that you even teach your children and expect them to follow. But do you follow them? Why not? Because it is only a subject matter of the intellect. Oh, not everything is practical. Yeah, I know. It's not practical because two bulls take you someplace, but you're dragging the cart and the other three bulls pulling you away in a different direction, in different directions. Buddhi. Ahankara, <laughs> you don't care. You have killed the other three bulls. They are dead, 
but the bodies are still attached to the cart so you have become insensitive banished love from your life banished sensitivity from your life banished caring from your life you will make progress no doubt about it look at all the criminals in our world the world leadership politics politicians businessmen ahankara <laughs> you don't care but unfortunately the other three bulls are only dead not disassociated from the cart so you are dragging them with you so the cart is moving in one direction so you are so you are minting money minting power minting everything but life is dragging ahankara chitta state chitta state is a state of no action void of action will give you access to some amazing stuff if there is anything that is useful to you in life you can access it only in this chitta state so when all actions drop the five bulls are at rest mana buddhi ahankara are put to rest no activity is the only access you have to do something useful with your life to do something useful with your existence and hence our endeavor to experience to access to learn and be in this state of chitta or inaction or no action nirmala in the next episode we will talk about some significant uses to our access to chitta what you learn enlightens you what you practice changes you and what you share transforms you take care of yourselves practice zazen any which way you can and i'll see you in the next episode